Hi, I'm Super D, the cartoonist for Life with Karami, and you are listening to Bite. How's it going, everybody? That's right, it's my voice, which means it's time for another Anime A-Team special. I'll put a little graphic there for you not to see, because this is an audio podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Aiden Hall, and you didn't come for me, no, you came for the name. Uh, with the recent announcement that Jim Davis will be teaching at Ball State, we decided to look at some other local talents, and we came across the creator of Life of Karami. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce Super D the creator of a very popular local comic. How are you today, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So let's just start off, you know, newspaper comics. You don't hear about a lot about them anymore. What made you decide that you wanted to do this? For the most part, it was to challenge myself. You know, uh, you know, with the popularity of, air, of web comics and stuff, you know, news... You know, you don't really hear much about, as you said, you don't hear much about people being a, uh, a, car- a, a newspaper cartoonist anymore. And, you know, I feel like anyone can be a web cartoonist. I actually just, you know, I thought I challenged myself to try to push myself to go one step further. And, you know, with the limitations of newsprint, you have to, you have to limit yourself to like a specific number of like a specific gag in a short time frame to get the joke, you know. And plus, I just love newspaper comic strips. I just love them to death. That's like the biggest part of it, too. I know no one can see, but you obviously have a Garfield and Snoopy hung up on your wall. Are you, like, would you say that Garfield was a huge inspiration for you going in, or? Yeah, he's like the major inspiration. I'd have to admit that, you know. uh, I've been a big Garfield fan since I was a really young kid. He He was actually the first comic that I actually ever read. I remember the specific one, uh, the first book I ever read. It was called Garfield Eats His Heart Out. It was a sixth book. And, you know, I turned to a random page, and it was a Sunday comic. And this was uh, this was a comic strip ba- dated back into the 1980s. Oh, wow. And it was uh, – uh, he was – he and John were in the car, and John was teaching Garfield, you know? Mm-hmm. And then eventually he was uh, – well, anyways, uh, John was telling Garfield about the cautions of of watching the road and making sure that no one's around before you proceed with caution. And then Garfield makes a bunch of you know car noises and freaks John out. And so from then on, you know, I just been passionate about reading comic strips and learning about being a cartoonist and stuff. It wasn't until like high school where I got actually passionate to do it. I know all my life I wanted to do something regarding art. I wanted to make people laugh. And it just, in high school, that's when it became more of a, I want to make comic strips, newspaper comic strips. I gotcha. That's really awesome. So, I mean, we've obviously talked about the beginning. Life of Karami. It's obviously a different series. What made you decide to create such a unique comic book, comic experience? Well, first off, it's called Life with Karami. Life with, I'm so sorry. You're you're fine. You're definitely fine. Originally, actually, uh, originally the strip was called Karami, but uh, a syndicated cartoonist uh, named Sandra Lundy she creates a comic strip between friends. 
she wanted uh she actually suggested me to uh rename the strip to better focus on the actual premise which is about Karami's cousin Anna who is a, a you know a plus-sized woman who just wants to you know she just wants to be a good person she just she just wants to be seen as a good person and make sure that she does the right thing and so really I wanted to make a strip that you know made people happy some of that made people smile, whether it's, you know, if they thought the joke was funny or they thought, you know, the specific moment was, you know, made them feel good. It's just I just wanted to do something that just made people feel good and happy and make them feel make them feel better than they did before they read the strip. You know, that's absolutely something you don't hear about every day. Someone that just wants to reach out and make someone happy now since. Obviously, I would be remiss to not bring it up. It seems like the characters do have a very almost anime, manga-esque, slash, very Snoopy design. Was that intentional or...? Not at all. I don't really... I really don't think they're, you know, manga, anime-ish. They they obviously are cartoons, you know. Uh, Most of their designs uh, were based on situations that I have been through. Uh, Anna, I know I know what you're referring to, but I guess the the story of it. There's actually stories about them, you know. It's which is weird, but uh, in terms of Anna, uh, she's probably like the most memorable one that I can actually say. She has the most interest interesting backstory in terms of her character. But uh, in high school, there was these girls, right? Uh, they and they were of a similar build as Anna, and you know they were in high school. They were just teenagers like all of us, and you know I'd always walk past them in the, in the hallways. You know they mind their own business, and you know just talk among themselves, and you know just have a good time. And then occasionally I'd hear people you know say really crude and rude remarks regarding their body figures or how you know really sexual stuff that you know no, no nobody wants to hear. You know. And so, you know, in my head, I was like, you know, that's really rude. I wish people would treat people for who they are on the inside rather than they are on the outside. Because I actually went through something like that back in my, you know, back in my days of Elwood, uh, back when I used to live in Elwood, Indiana, you know, uh, being judged for what I look like on the outside rather than what I looked like on the inside. And so I wanted to make a character that was just that, you know, someone that people, you know, despite what she looks like on the outside, you know, people love her for who she is on the inside. And so uh, that's what, you know, Anna's design came to be. And originally she actually wasn't so, she wasn't so big. She was actually a relatively thin girl, but, you know, throughout the year, throughout the years of me working with her, she just, you know, got bigger and bigger and until she became this prominent figure everyone knows today. That's really amazing. And it's really cool to see that you actually have a backstory behind these characters that aren't just, say, a family dog named Marmaduke or a cat that likes lasagna. Um, is there a message that you want to, people to take away from your comic strip? Really just to be yourself, you know, love yourself. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's so hard for me to, you know, because I don't know what kind. It's not that I don't know what type of message that I want to convey in the strip. It's more, more just I want people just to see these characters as real people. You know, they're going about their everyday lives. They're just, you know, they're just trying to be themselves. And I guess 
that's what I want other people to do. Just be themselves regardless of what other people think about yourself, you know? Uh, Anna has passions and inspiration and aspirations. She wants to be a fashion designer. But she also wants to be, you know, a good a good figure, like a good mother figure to her cousin Karami, which is where the title gets its name from, you know? Well, you know, your series recently had a one-year anniversary. You've been working on it for over that, I would guess, since you've been talking yeah. about starting all the way back in high school. Has your thoughts on the creation changed, having been working on it for a year now? Have you figured out any way that you wanted to streamline it or anything that you wanted to change? Not really. Uh, I feel like the more I work on it, the more I improve and the more I understand what I'm doing. You know, it's just, uh, it's like every it's like every comic at first. It's like, you know, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you know, I, I feel like I, I ran into this blindly. Like, you know, hey, I got the opportunity to make my own comic strip and it's going to be published in a newspaper. Yeah. And then after it, and then after it happens, like, oh, boy, I'm making a comic strip every day. I don't know what I'm doing. What do I do? Is this funny? Eventually, I'm still learning, uh, and I'm still learning about I'm still learning about Anna, Krami, Brique, and Zane. I'm still learning about who they are, what their characters are, and you know what what makes them happy, sad, stuff like that. You know, uh, but uh, boy, I forgot the question. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. Is there anything you'd want to change with it? N okay, no. There's <laughs> I, I yeah <laughs> no. There's nothing I would change about it. There's stuff I would improve on, but there's nothing I would blatantly change because I think they've already defined who they already all the characters have defined who they are on the inside. So, and that's I guess that's all I could you know work away with this. You know, we always do these questions with everyone that we interview. What would be some? What is one thing you love about doing these comics? The fact that I can do it. <laughs> you know the fact that you know people 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 gate you know there's a lot of stuff people can be doing you know they could be you know mowing the lawn they could be doing taxes or whatever they could be watching some really cool show on tv they could do whatever it is they want but you know they actually give me the time of day to set to actually show something i'm doing you know, I just I don't see it as something super huge and successful. I just say, hey, I'm making a comic strip. You know, uh, it's just about a woman and her taking care of a baby. You know, and, and people like it and they show their appreciation. They tell me, hey, DA, I really love this comic. I just love the antics that Krami goes into. I love Anna's motherly figures, stuff like, you know, stuff like that. You know, I just uh, just the fact that. I have, I'm doing something that I think people like and it makes them happy. That's all I ever wanted to do in life, just make people happy. And I have something that not only makes them happy, but also makes me happy. Like, this is like the best job in the world and I can't wait to actually expand on it and see, you know, what other things we can do with it. Do you have any plans for expanding it or? Yeah, uh, my ultimate goal right now is to get it nationally syndicated. Right now I'm a... Uh, it's a local strip uh, here in the Herald Bulletin in Anderson, and so uh, it's it's more of a uh, it's a it's more so a local feature, but it's also published online too, because everyone really wanted to see it once it once it got into the newspaper. But my ultimate goal is to have it sent like nationally syndicated into like a, with you know one of those syndicates that you know distribute comics to other newspapers. That's my ultimate goal, and then from and then from there uh, the rest of 
of whatever we do with Karami would be uh, would 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 mark its own. Could you see yourself having a Karami TV show? Yeah, uh, you know, people. You know, people constantly ask me like, "D, we want Karami merchandise. We want stuff like this and that." And in in my head, you know, I don't think I'm ready for it. I know I I made a I got a Life with Karami messenger bag done like a month ago, and it's really amazing, and people are jealous of it. But uh, honestly, uh, merchandising and stuff like that isn't isn't something that I, I care too much about because one, I don't want to, you know, oversell, oversell the series and drive it away from its original attention. But, you know, stuff like maybe like a graphic novel or a TV series would be, would be really cool because it, it continues the story of what the strip has already, has already laid off and laid, laid down, you know? Oh yeah. One thing that you hate about working on the strip. Hate? Uh, we gotta have a bit of duality off of this. Uh, I dislike me staying up like days on end working on the comic. I know people are getting mad at me about that, and I'm <laughs> mad at myself about it too. But you know, it's so it's so time consuming, and I just and I think one thing I don't like is how uh, it, this is more so in terms of me. How you know I'm always bashing myself on the writing and stuff. Like I'm trying, to, I'm wanting to improve on on my writing and get better and better at it. In fact, uh, there's a newspaper cartoonist, uh, Ray Billingsway, who creates the comic strip Curtis. He's he's actually my mentor, who is actually teaching me the ways of writing and you know story structure and you know this that and the other. And so. He he took me under his wing to learn a bit more about how how to be a professional cartoonist and how to be better at writing and stuff. And so basically, I just don't like how my writing is right now, and I wish I can get better at it. And I wish I could get be more faster. You know, the deadlines con- the deadlines constantly kill me. And just like I never get a break. But you know, I guess that's the sacrifice. Like that's the sacrifice for doing something you love. Very amazing. Um, what is your advice? What would, what advice would you give to someone that wanted to get into cartooning, especially someone that wanted to get into like newspaper cartoons? Not everyone is going to like your comic, but that shouldn't stop you from doing what you want to do. Uh, basically, you know, actually, uh, I received an email earlier today uh, from an editor who actually knows uh, the cartoons for pearls before. Or swine, uh, Stefan passed this, and so she was like, "Hey, I actually sent these strips. Like, she wanted to see some of my strips, and so I sent her some. She uh, recently replied back, like, hey, I love this strip, and you know, uh, here's what I think of it. And not only that, but I sent these over to Stefan Pastis to take a look at, it. and this is what he has to say about it. And then blankly, he was like, I don't like it. Uh, it's not funny, and I don't know what kind of advice I give to someone who isn't funny, you know." And you know what? That's definitely okay. That it, it is okay. You know, uh, just keep going. Never give up. Just do what you. Just it's so hard for me to, uh, you know, give advice because I really don't know what to say other than you know, never give up. I know it's uh, I know it's such a what's the word I'm looking for? A, cliche. Uh, yeah, it's such a, a cliche saying, but it's honestly true. There's lots of people who have you know, who have done various things at different ages and uh 
And it seems like, you know, people hear it all the time. Never give up, never give up. But it's honestly true. And especially in the comics industry, you have to be persistent. You have you have to you have to be sure that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. This is you have to be sure that this will make you excuse me, this will make you happy for as long as as possible. You know, like, you know, Charles Schultz was making peanuts for, for almost 50 years. Garfield is still going on and he's 37, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, they they never they never gave up. They took people's advices to heart and they've, you know, they've kept improving and changing and improving and changing. Uh, it's a pass fail thing, you know. Uh, honestly, I just don't know how to properly put it into words. I just you can't give up you no matter how no matter how hard it is you just can't give up and you must continue forward because you know eventually eventually you'll hit something that will spark a light in many people and then once you do boy will boy will that will be a fun ride to be on (laughs) well finally is there anything you'd like to promote or talk about or endorse not really just you know just the fact that you know People have given me the time of day to make something that I enjoy doing. Uh, the friend base, because, you know, I hate the word fan. And I'd rather call everyone my friend because I think of everyone as my friend. So the community involved around Karami is called the friend base. And so everyone is friends with not only me, they're not only friends with the comic strip, but they're also friends with each other. And we're trying to make sure that not only... Not only is the you know the strip good, but we also you know are there for each other and making sure that you know we that we that every it's full of love you know it's a high impact family friend base you know that's our tagline, but we just try to make sure that it's all good you know the fact that every, that you guys are people are giving me the time of day you know cartoonists of all over have given me you know ha, are actually really appreciate the comic strip. Uh, the cartoons for Hyam Lois, the cartoons for Dennis the Menace, uh, even the creator of Codename Kids Next Door sent me something to hang in the studio. Uh, really? He likes it. Yeah, uh, he drew me a picture of number three and uh, gave me a signed print, you know, that says to Karami. And, you know, uh, it's all amazing. Even Jim Davis himself, you know, he's the reason why I'm here. Uh, he invited me to uh, Paul's Inc. in 2014 to take a look at the strip. And, uh, you know, he thought, you know, this, like, I'm not kidding when I say, you know, he's the reason because he, and uh, he and David Reddick, I should say, because he was, he's also a big part of this. But, you know, they invited me to the Garfield studio to go meet him. And it was like, we stayed in his office for like two hours talking. And, you know, he really liked the strip. He gave me his constructive criticism. He told me where, what I could improve on. It's been a little, it's been almost two years since I last saw him. But, you know, he thought this would be a perfect learning experience for me. So he said, let's try to get this comic strip into the newspaper. And so here we are, you know, working on Life with Karami. And it's being published every day. And then I think the, mo- the biggest highlight, you know, of just that, like the pinnacle, I don't think nothing will ever be able to top it but you know he actually uh drew me a picture of garfield he also uh it's amazing too but he also you know drew a picture of karami as well you know just the fact that people that there's nothing 
there's nothing I don't know what to say or do. Just the fact that, you know, people are giving me the time of day to do this and I can't thank anybody every I can't thank you guys enough for, you know, being so supportive, my friend and everything. So I know it may probably rambled a bit, but it's just, <laughs> you know, that that's it's that's all I really have to say, but you hey, know, you're just proud thank of your work. You. That's the important part. Well, thank you so much for coming on, sir. It's been an absolute delight having you. Uh, well, and you can check out um, Life with Karami at um, what website? Uh, Facebook.com slash The Blind Blonde. Uh, you, you can't miss the uh, you, you can't miss it. The profile picture is of the picture of Karami that June Davis drew, you know. So just look out for that. But thank you so much for this. This is a wonderful opportunity. I, I know I seem I felt like I rambled a bit too much, but you hey, know. you're fine. Don't even worry about it. So, as always, I have been your host, Aiden Hall. Joining me has been the amazing cartoonist, the great... Oh, Super D. <laughs> oh, man. And we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night.